You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. boy time here and we are back with another episode of the cinnamon and sugar podcast Woo, fellas 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 look at d'angelo can we all just give him a round of applause he is back with his microphone instead of using his his camera on his phone his telephone we're well, so proud of you d'angelo the, the reason why i was doing that because i thought it gave the memphis grizzly superpowers but it didn't so i'm back to the microphone let's be real he just doesn't know how to fix his equipment. <laughs> no, I know how to fix my equipment, but I'm kind of somewhat superstitious when it comes to sports, Gary, and winning basketball games. But you wouldn't know anything about that because you're not loyal to any basketball team. I am not. I was yeah. only player, and that's it. I, I, I got a question for you guys. Now, I, listen to the question. I'm going to give you the story, but listen to the question, Okay. The story has nothing to do with the question, but listen to the question. There was a DoorDash driver delivering some food. A young lady come out and says, oh, you're fine. I want to give you some head. She ends up giving the DoorDash guy some head. Well, come to find out the girl was transgender. The question is this. One, do you see anything wrong with the DoorDash guy getting some head? Like, let's just, let's just, I, I feel like there's a lot of things wrong with this, but I, I want to attack that first. Imagine in 2023, Gary, you're a DoorDash driver, male or female. And I, I wonder how many times you think that's a better question. Do you think they're solicited like this all the time? No, this isn't, this isn't porn real life. I don't think it happens that often. No, I'm pretty sure. Like if you're a driver out there, Tom, I don't know if you know any, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this probably happens more often than we think there's, I'm going to say if that was offered to me, I'm going to question the validity of how, who, who that person is. And if it's like, uh, if I could trust that it be being done to me. Because I like I feel you, like that's not going to be something I'm going to be looking forward to on that. I can from tell you firsthand, 100%. This gets offered to more people than you think, and the reason I know that is because I used to drive Lyft and Uber when I first moved to Texas, and this was probably had to have been like six, seven years ago now, and I picked up these four people from a bar, and come to find out they were in Dallas for a swingers convention, and so, you know, I'm driving them home. They're just talking. We're all ch- chopping it up. We pull up to their hotel, and they say, literally, this is not loud. They look at me and say, so how much are you looking to make tonight? I was like, and I'm like already starting to say, I'm like, well, I see where this is going. I feel like I said, ah, you know, this is going to be my last ride, and I'm going to head home because I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired. They're like, well, we we're going to pay you to come up and uh, join us for, you know, some uh, after-party uh, drinks. And I was like, no, I'm okay. So literally had some swingers offer me money to come so up. So my question, why'd you turn it down? <laughs> because that is not <laughs> at all anything I would ever do. <laughs> no, they weren't his type. That's uh, what it was. Right, they right. weren't his type. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, were all, they were your they type, were all... but you've done it? No. No. I, I, honest, honestly, like, what kept you from doing it, Tom? Be serious with me. Well, I mean, I, I mean, no. I mean, honestly, that's just not my style. One, but two, they, yeah, they were all like forty-five plus, um, and you know, at that point, I would have been like twenty-six, twenty-seven, okay. twenty-eight, somewhere in that range. But yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're like, if you're saying, oh, if it had been a whole bunch of like hot girls and they invite you up, you know. You know, I can see what you're saying. Oh, would it, would it have been a different story then? But even then, it's like, because I've had drunk girls in the back of my car try to, like, get me to go home with them after I've been doing Lyft and Uber. But, of course, you're like, hell no, because that is not – drunk people are crazy in Lyft and Uber. I'll tell you that 100%. Uh, 
you got to be careful. You got to. That's why I think you see so many of these Lyft and Uber drivers that get cameras in their car now, because people will say the craziest stuff, and then the next day, um, they will they will not remember any of it, or they'll remember you as the bad guy somehow. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's it's. I don't. I you know, and 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 you got to think about it. Like just think about the nature of the people that do DoorDash or Lyft and Uber. It's a lot of times it's like young single people that have a lot of freedom of time. Um, yes. You Go know, ahead and preach it. Go ahead and preach it. I'm now, just time. saying, like, Go on so preach it now, time. I'm Go on preach it now. You hear this, Gary? You hear this? This is lot, why. A lot of times there's people in there that are on their hustle. They're on their hustle. Yeah. So people that are on their hustle ain't worried about turning because you're an independent contractor's point. So if you want to turn off your time on DoorDash and get you a little toppy, sloppy toppy, hey, that's, that's on you. So I think it happens more than we realize. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that intimate story with us, Tom. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very interesting. So now that we've gotten that question answered, Gary, um yes so lyft and uber drivers are but i i I find it difficult time to believe that because i i I can see it happening to men but i can't see it the other way around because that's i i I can see how a female door dasher or female um uh lyft or uber driver could like i i don't think guys are just coming off that strong well, yeah, and that's what you're gonna you're gonna go into the case of, you know, how bold is that that woman, or that girl? Because you know sometimes girls can be the ones that are forward. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It just depends on the person. I think that's yeah. very person dependent. I'll say it's it's easier for that to happen to a male delivery person than a female because it's easier. It, it would be a lot harder for a girl to agree to that versus a guy. Because women have the power when it comes to those type of things. Men don't. So women make that final decision on if anything happens. The men don't. So I think it it would be a lot harder. You'd be a lot harder pressed to find women having that offered to them versus men. Not only that. So one of the funny things. So anytime I get in a Lyft and Uber, if I start talking to somebody, you know, I always want to hear their craziest story. Just because I know everybody has a crazy story, you know, since I used to drive. One of my Uber drivers at one point told me that he picked up a lady. It was a young, he said she was a very attractive, like 25 to 26-year-old, 27-year-old woman. Picked her up. It was taking her to the airport. And, like, he said all of a sudden he heard moaning coming out of his back seat. He turned around, and she was masturbating in his back seat. And, like, the more he watched or, like, tried to, like, not watch, but, like, acknowledge that she was masturbating, like, the more she got off. And so she was, like, getting off on the fact that she was doing that in public with the driver. And he was like, uh, do I need to do it? Like, and she's like, no, just keep driving. And just straight up. And he said that she was, like, one of the loudest moaners he's ever heard. And so it's not like she was trying to hide it. And then that he had to clean up his back seat afterwards because of how messy it was. And then she gave him an extra hundred dollars for the mess. But it's just like people are crazy these days. <laughs> people are crazy. I will say that. I, I this is what I don't understand though. I, I, I didn't well, I did, I guess. Back in the days, you remember those cab stories like uh uh what was it? Cab confessions? Where taxi you get it? cab confessions. Taxi cab confessions. I wonder in 2023, Gary, if Uber and Lyft stories are as bad or just as worse I as those. Worse. I don't want to, because there's no cameras. You think? No, no, because there are more cameras than there was then, and every Uber has them, and there it's used more than cash. I'm about to say it's it's more more widely accessible, so it's 100 percent worse. And back in the day, I don't think young people were using as many cabs as every young people are using Uber constantly. Yeah, it's it's so it's just the nature of numbers. You have way more people using that sort of ride sharing service. And then, you know, like you said, young people that are using it are going to be hammered. So, so they're going to be in a backseat telling these crazy stories. Time, I have a question for you because you said you used to drive. 
Which one had crazier stories, Uber riders or Lyft riders? You know, that's a good question. It's very interesting because they're definitely – so whenever I first started driving, it was when Lyft had first come to Texas. So it was still fairly new. Um, so I would say at that point, Uber was just more popular. And so, you know, the clientele was a wider range. So you got more, you know, random people. Whereas on Lyft, uh, you know, at that point, Lyft was new. So you really had to be like, you know, ride sharing and like to know about what was going on, you know, to to take Lyft. But I would say like to me, um, and then to Lyft then was the was much cheaper because obviously they're trying to gain clients, you know, they're trying to rate clients in. Uh, so Lyft was way better with promos, you know, and then they had the, you know, they have the bright pink logo. And so it was, they were very good as far as marketing when they first came out because they had to catch up to Uber. So I think they got a lot more of the young crowd in, whereas Uber was a lot of your professionals uh, at some point. So it just depends. So like in the morning, the morning time, you'd get more, you know, on Uber, you'd get more of the like, hey, take me to downtown for my business job. Whereas on Lyft, you might have a young kid who's going to his shift at Burger King, you know. Uh, but as far as at night, uh, it was no holds barred on both. And I'd say even more so maybe on Uber, just because you think about the nature of <clears throat> if you're a young kid, a lot of times you're going to stay in and drink because uh, it's cheaper, you know. So, I mean, you do go out some, but, you know, you'll pregame. But, like, if you have disposable income, you know, you're Ubering there, Ubering back. And and, and you've lived more life at that point. I'd say that Uber people probably had the crazier the cra- crazier story. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'll, yeah. I would equate it to Uber was Tinder and Lyft was Bumble. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because of the 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 break in the, the the market, who started what first? Yes, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so so back to the story. So we don't see any problem with this guy making a hasty decision on accepting the head from said person. Uh, it's his call on what he wants to do. If he chooses, like he said, if he wants to turn it off and not make deliveries, so be it. Okay. What, what yeah, about you, Tom? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You hey, do okay. what you do. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to police what people do in their free time and uh So so this is this is where it gets very interesting. This is where it gets very interesting. And I want you to follow me here, okay, Gary? I want you to follow me here, Tom. Okay, so because he made a hasty decision, do we as a society think, okay, since you made the decision to accept this head from said woman anything that happens to you after you take full 100 so let's say it wasn't a transgender let's just say that they robbed him let's just say that they shot him let's just say that any of those negative things could have happened to him do you think because he made the decision to go in there and do whatever he decided to do that that you know, should he be like, you know, forgiven, like, okay, no harm, no foul, or should he deserve everything that he he signed up for? You got here. There's no reason for him to be forgiven for anything. He made a decision of himself. You reap your own benefits of whatever that whatever happens from that decision. Now, if you get to like, should he get fired from Uber Eats? Or DoorDash or something like that? No, like time said, independent contractor. He could have just turned his time off. Now, if he right. left it on and then didn't take stuff, I don't know how all that stuff works. I haven't done it. I don't know. Now, even even if he left it on, it's you know, only thing that I would say is it might cause issue is if he had somebody else's order delivery. Yes, right. If that's an issue. Right, but if he doesn't have anybody's order, it's just him, and uh, you know, then then yeah, there there should be nothing wrong with that. Um, and, but then I see where you're <laughs> about to lead into your next question. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, because it's the thing in any other setting of your freedom of time. So say you're rolling around Target and this woman starts hitting on you and is like, hey, I want you to come back with me. Or you're at a bar. People do that every night at a bar. Go out, find somebody, go back and hook up. Um, 
and it's different because you're an independent contractor and you're not actually working for you know you're not at an office or something like if you're doing that on office time that's something different but when you're doing lyft and uber or doordash uh, uber eats all that no 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 no, no if you no, don't no, have somebody's order you're on your own time I, no 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 you you missing the question that's why i told y'all when we first started I needed you to stay with the question. Well, give us a question. You haven't so gave I, us I gave you the question. The question, the question had nothing to do with whether or not him doing this was, he on company time. He reached what he says. We're talking about. We're talking about people that make hasty decisions because there's a lot of people out there that is judging this young man, not because of what happened to him, but because of his split second decision, saying you shouldn't do things like this unless you really know a person. There's a there's a certain way that you do things and he skipped a lot of that process. And because he skipped a lot of that process, what he got, he deserved. So I'm trying to feel like, like if y'all feel the same way, he gets what he deserves. Cause he chose that choice. It's just like anytime anybody goes to Vegas and they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Like time just said, if you go to the bar and you try and go and some, you try and meet somebody and take them home, whatever happens, that was your choice. You made that choice. It's the same thing. He made that hasty decision. Okay. All right. All right. But here's the thing. And are, is there more coming to this question? No. Well, because here's my my thing. Here's where I was wondering if you were getting with it. Is is it his fault that he ends up that this was a transvestite? Uh, no. 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 The question. The question will always be. Will will. Is it his fault that he got robbed? Was it his fault that uh, something got stolen from him? Was it his fault that it was a transvestite? Was it his fault that because he made that split decision, these things happened to him? Not you. You see what I'm saying? I'm not putting it in a in a in a way. I'm just saying just in general. Yes, in general, if you go into somebody's house you don't know and something negative or bad happens to you, you, you chose that. You chose to go in. Oh, that's crazy, Gary. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying you should get robbed. You should get robbed for it, but like you, you're willing to just put yourself out on the line like that, expecting good greatness or whatever. If something bad happens, you have to know that could be a possibility as well. But here's the thing, though, Gary. Here's the thing. You can meet somebody online. And and this is why it bothers me that you said it. You can meet somebody online and you could have been talking to them for six, eight, nine months. They could have completely catfished you. And then when you met them, then something bad can happen. But then you feel something different because you feel like they was deceived. Well, that's you can't when you bring up catfish, you lose me because I can't understand how anybody could get catfished. <laughs> I, it just doesn't make sense. How do you that? How do you believe that you're talking to somebody for six to eight months, but never can see them, never can talk to them? They always have an excuse not to Facetime or, or Skype or Zoom. There's there's something going on. It just doesn't make sense on how you can fall for that, especially in today's society. So when you talk about catfish, I I don't understand that. I I don't have a lot of remorse when that happens. Yeah, I, I'm 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 with you on that because <laughs> what? Uh, whoa, 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 time, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I don't see so, how so, so this bothers me. This bothers me that you said that you with him, time. I'm gonna cut you off right there because I gotta say this, Gary. You and time, both of y'all are old as hell. This is not your generation. You were not raised with Facebook, Instagram. You wasn't. Just listen. Let me finish. You wasn't born and raised in this TikTok era, meaning we can't go back to when you first got on Facebook, find baby pictures, and see you grow through the years. No, because your ass on Polaroids, your ass on 5x7s, your ass on wallet-sized pictures because you wasn't on social media at that age. You missed that generation. So social media is not a photo album for you in terms of going back and seeing yourself through the years. You didn't grow up in this digital age everybody else from that point on has and so their way of communicating with each other is completely different from our way of communicating communicating with each other very similar to these college athletes getting these nil deals and us not getting them and us not understanding that landscape because it wasn't our landscape 
things change and they get mm-hmm. better. Sometimes they get worse, but I feel like in this case, they've gotten better. So, so with that being said, it's you don't understand that in this generation, uh, Tinder, Grinder, whatever Bumble, whatever your flavor of music is, this is what people have gone to. And if you was to poll people that was born in that digital age and have lived through this time on how many dates or hookups that they've had through the internet and not knowing anybody, I bet it'll be far more than you can imagine. And it's going to still continue to this day because social media is our life now. And there's some people that's not not happy with themselves in the real world, so they come up with a a false personality and and go with it and live a great life. So I am a founding father of all of this. I was or I was in college when Facebook started. So my sophomore year, it was called the college Facebook. And that's when I got Facebook. So I've been around watching it grow from college age on. I was on Tinder in the heyday. I've been on Bumble. I've done all of that you're saying. I it, I've never gotten catfished. <laughs> I've Here's met the thing. people, all that kind of stuff through social media, all that kind of stuff, but I've never been catfished. They make a show called Catfish. If you watch mm-hmm. one episode, you know everything you need to know not to get catfished. Right. <laughs> it's a very simple <laughs> formula. You have pictures don't work. You have to zoom. You have to do all that kind of stuff. Pictures you can trace. You can look up pictures, but it's super easy to FaceTime, Zoom, Skype. That's all free. You don't need any. That's super. And they always make an excuse. There's something fishy. And then here's 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 my thing. Um, You know, you talk about, oh, well, this we're we're, you know, we're too old for this era. But like Gary said, we've seen it from the start. And if there's going to be any time where people are going to be able to get away with something like catfishing, it's going to be early on when everyone is just getting used to this social media and digital age, because that's when they're like, Hey, I can use this. But now that they have shows like catfishing, like Gary said, there's, it's harder. I feel like now to be catfished, but I have seen a catfish in real life because whenever we got to college freshman year, my roommate got catfished and Sanders, it wasn't Sanders, but Sanders will tell you, we tried to tell him up and down this person was not in no way real because it's funny because they came at me first, right? And so they're messaging me first. I picked up on, you know, something's off about this. But through talking to me, they also started talking to my roommate. And so he kind of like kind of picked up the the ball that I had left on the ground, you know? And I was like, bro, here, I'm trying to tell you this something off about this. I wouldn't. He's like, I don't know. And so he like paid her phone bill <laughs> at one point. And this is this is what happened. Every time it would be a point where it's like, hey, we need to meet up. Something would crazy would happen. Like one time her ovary burst or something. Right? That's literally <laughs> like the craziest stuff would happen as to why she couldn't meet up and so like trying to garner all this sympathy and it came to be this like bigger girl that was on at school at our college that you know was not happy with how she was so that's how she was finding you know interaction with males was through doing this and she had made three different profiles that she would run as you know trying to be like these are my friends type thing and he was so livid when he found out because of all the time and effort and money that he had put into this and i'm like bro bro, i tried to tell you i tried to tell you something was off uh so i'm with you gary i just don't see how you so the first problem is if anybody ever asks you to pay for something and you haven't seen them or met them no, nah, you, you, you're too gullible if you're going to do that. It's it, And so I'll give you a, a reverse story of that. So there was a girl reached out to me and I talked, I, we talked for a little bit of whatever, tried to do the whole, hey, Zoom, all that kind of stuff, never worked out. So I wrote it off. I'm like, nah, this is fake. I ain't got no time for this. But then come to find out, 
she was actually a real person <laughs> because one of my teammates in Carolina actually met her in person and she's actually a real person. So I, I had the reverse aspect of like, I just cut it off. Cause I'm like, I'm not playing the games and <laughs> I cut it off, but it came to find out she was a real person. <laughs> so, 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 so with that being said, you're saying in 2023, uh, and 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 this will be great time. And then we can cap this story. Uh, no pun intended. Because <laughs> he got wow. capped. You get what wow. I did there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in 2023, what type of advice do you give for somebody looking for that special someone? with everything going on in 2023 like you got to understand like one of the biggest shows right now is love at first sight like so what 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 kind of dating advice would you give somebody that 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 goes to the internet and says hey you know maybe i can find that special someone because gary they there's people every year thousands upon thousands of people i think that there's more people that hook up through the internet, the actual internet, than actually meeting each other and like bumping into each other at a store or something like that. I would that. agree with that. So with that being said, then what kind of advice do you give them as they're 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 surfing the web and they're they're going through all these different handles and they're 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 vetting out their DM boxes? Like what what are some of the red flags to look for where you just like, ah nah. This ain't real. Gary, we, we really don't want to hear you because you, you messed up on the real one. So, Tom, we really want to kind of hear from you, not not him. <laughs> Since no, you was a part wanna, of one. <laughs> I want to hear Gary's Gary's take. <laughs> I'll give you mine. You go first, time, and I'll give you mine. Well, honestly, I just feel like it's, it's harder to do now just because there is uh, so much knowledge of it out there. Um, but to me, it's like, you know, if it's someone that you're really interested in, uh you know pursuing you need to you need to before you get into any type of uh you know deep connection uh or you know like we said as far as sending somebody money which i that's just a fool to send somebody money before you've even met them but like you gotta you gotta facetime them or something in this day and age like you don't even have to meet up. You can FaceTime somebody so easy these days. That's literally on every phone, an ability to video chat somebody. Yeah, I was going to say FaceTime's not on your, your Android, sir. Yeah, we have uh, something called Google Duo, so we, we still have that ability. Don't worry. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, my advice is just you, 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 know, you know it happens. So, like, you know, <laughs> just be aware of it. Got you. Got you. And then I'll give you mine. Oh, God. Uh, it, is, it is, like he said, it is so easy to find out if somebody is real or fake online by, again, through any type of FaceTime, Zoom, Skype, TikTok. You can go live on Facebook. You can do all that kind of stuff. You can find out if they're real or whatnot. And uh, I think, like, like Time said, you never send money. I think you need to schedule a meeting where you meet in person. Don't just make it all internet talking because people are completely different in person versus behind a screen and texting. It, there's, they're completely different. Can they hold a conversation? All that kind of stuff. Because, yeah, they can hold a conversation without looking at you, but they, can they do it when you're just together? Or are they going to be stuck on their phone looking for something else? I think that's a huge thing that's lost in society, and I think that's a huge thing when it comes to creating an emotional connection is can you sit across from somebody and actually have a conversation without having to look at your phones and stuff? Because you see that so many times nowadays you go out to dinner or something, people be on a date, they're looking at their phones. They're not even actually talking to each other. So they're not, is there an actual emotional connection there or are they just emotionally connected to their phone? So I think that's something you truly need to find out is if there's a connection, seeing each other and being able to talk to each other and verbal connection as well. And I think my biggest thing in any relationship, because it is one thing that I despise, is never allow anybody to control you over anything. I hate people that allow themselves to be controlled. Now, it's on both sides. 
Uh, some people allow it and they like to be controlled and some people don't care and some people would have to control the other person. I think that is one of the most toxic traits in a relationship is never allow somebody to control any and everything you do. Damn, Gary, is there anything else you want to say? No, that's it. <laughs> it sound like you no, had years that, of... <laughs> that is my biggest pet peeve in relationships is people Shit, being You sound like you was mad at somebody. <laughs> it's just it's things I've seen in life, and I just despise controlling relationships where you can't do certain things. And I, I, I'm I'm not one you need to ask for permission to do things. I just, again, I don't, I don't believe in that. I think if you want to go do it, you can say, Hey, I'm going to go do this. But if the significant other says no, okay, you still should be able to go. You shouldn't say, okay, well, I'm not doing it now. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Cause to me, it's a trust thing at that point, depending on what it is, or they think something's going to happen. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I, I I can hear that in your voice, Gary. <laughs> biggest, I think we struck a nerve. <laughs> no, that's that is my biggest toxic trait in general is just controlling. I hate controlling aspects. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you have this yeah, one. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have this one. I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna so, upset him yeah, too much. Yeah. Well. Well, Gary, when was the last time you were in a relationship? Well, I'm just saying I don't get allow controlling in anything. So no, 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 no. I'm just trying, like, for the people. When was the last time you? That doesn't matter. I'm just saying we don't (laughs) talk about controlling because that's one thing I don't allow. (laughs) I don't believe in. I got a I got a question. I I I got a question for you guys uh, before time take over with his questions. All right, Gary. I know what you're gonna say. I, I I know what you're gonna say, Gary. However, I don't give a damn. Is it okay? at all in any aspect to eat your pet yes okay all right did you think i was gonna say that i i didn't think you were gonna say that (laughs) i didn't think you were gonna say that at all because if you have the reason why i say that is because of how you worded the question yes is it time is it is it okay for you to eat your pet uh, a very unique question. Um, because well, it's, it's because obviously, yes, if like he's looking to get a goat, obviously, nah, I'm, not, I'm not looking to get a goat. I'm, I'm not looking to get a goat. This is this is why I'm asking you this, you, Gary. Yeah, I, and and I'll, I'll I'll give you the I'll give you some context time because I see you guys are having a hard time with this. I have said yes, so start. So if I've if I've owned a cow, if I've owned a cow or a sheep or a goat or a chicken. Uh, I've named it and it's been my pet, like lived in the house with me and chilled and it died. Are you expecting me to bury this said bird or cow or are you expecting me to eat this thing? I'm just curious. Eat it. You don't let it go to waste. I've heard a million people say that they had pet rabbits and when their pet rabbit died, they buried it. I don't like rabbits. I I eat eat rabbits. And uh, yeah. I would have eaten mm-hmm. that pet rabbit, but it blows my mind that people bury him. So to clarify, the way you asked the question was, in any circumstance, in any circumstance, yes. In a circumstance, there's a reason to eat your dog and cat. If, you ha- if you're dying of hunger and you, that's all you have the food to eat, you do it. You do what you got to do to survive. It's the same Gary, thing with a human. If you have Gary, to eat a human to survive, all, you do you're it. You're lying, Gary. That is there's no way you're eating your dogs, bro. Gary, you, you will starve to death, Gary. If, if I you would, will okay. not eat your dog, you're lying, Gary. Oh, you're lying. Hold on, hold on. Would I eat a human if I was forced to? Like the soccer team that crashed in the Alps or whatever, and I, they had to eat humans to survive. Yes, I will would do anything you, I can to survive. Would you Gary. eat your dad? If I had to survive and he just died, yes. No, say say he's alive and it's coming no, down. No, I wouldn't so. kill anybody to eat him. So you wouldn't kill him to eat him. Some, you would somebody, eat him. The, the person that needs the, it, that dies first is going to get eaten <laughs> if it came to that situation because you had to. That's just it's the wow. it's this you have to survive. <laughs> if there was a plane <laughs> crash and people had it, you're gonna do it. You have to because you're not gonna just give up and die. Gary, would you cut off your own arm and harvest the meat to <gasps> eat it? Harvest your no. <laughs> you are lying right now. So you're telling me right, you got me in tears right now, Gary. Hold on. <laughs> you're telling me right now you would eat your dog in a life or okay, death situation. 
a yes in a life or death 1000 percent dying here no. i can't feed the dog the dog's gonna die and then i'm gonna eat it because i need to live too like that's like i'm gonna hunt too but if i if i don't survive on hunting you're gonna do what you got to do to survive <laughs> if i can't feed the dog the dog's not gonna live that's for death that's what anybody would you can say you won't do it. Life or death, you're going to do what you have to do to survive. I don't care what anybody says. They can lie to themselves. They can lie to everybody else and say you're not going to do it. Life or death, you're going to do what you have to do to survive. Uh, he said I can't feed the dog. <laughs> yeah. He ain't going to be able to eat. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Okay. So all things, all things safe, normal, no problems. You have a pet chicken you've had for three years. That chicken die. I'm Are you gonna, eating it? I'm not going to. Well, okay. I would eat it, yes. Would I kill it and eat it? Like, could I live on a farm and kill the animals and eat? No. Could somebody else kill them and me eat it? Yes. I wouldn't oh, yeah. personally be able to kill them. I have but, a cousin who, who uh, owns his own, like, pigs and cattle and stuff in Virginia. And, like, will post pictures of the baby pigs when he gets them. And then... They eat them. They they raise them to eat them. He's like a self sustaining you know, That makes so. sense. Like, like if you have a farm, that's what you do. If I had one on the farm and I had all these animals, I personally could not kill them and eat them. But if somebody else killed them, I would still eat them. Okay. I, I, can, I, I can understand that. I can yeah, understand that. I couldn't kill a cow that I named and known since it was a baby and all that kind of stuff but if it died and i would somebody else would be killed would be cooking it i wouldn't be doing it but somebody else would be so you wouldn't eat it i would eat it 1000 percent. i'd eat it okay you just can't do the killing yes i could not do the killing i could eat okay. it all right okay well in all honesty i can't go to red lobster and pick out the lobster i want they got to pick that i can't do that what yeah i can't i can't pick out the one i want i can't do that now I'll eat the dang thing when they pick it out and go make it, but I won't pick it out. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I can't, I'm not a hunter. I don't do that type of stuff. I, I, you I, can't I, pick out your own lobster. I'll, I'll catch. I'll catch fish. I ain't cleaning it. My buddy will clean it. I ain't doing it, but I'll eat it. <laughs> Just not me. Not something I could do. I, I, I'm not a killer. I can't do it. All right, D'Angelo, you're stranded on an island, and you guys are going. You're starting to starve. And you have to save one and eat one. Gary and Romeo, who's go, who's getting eaten and who's, <laughs> <laughs> who's getting saved? Like Gary says, whoever dies first gets eaten. <laughs> We're going to be fighting it out to see who survives. Hey, so my question is, when you're looking for the person that you're hoping dies first, are you looking like at the fat person that you want, or do you want somebody that's more lean, uh, you know, cut? <laughs> well, so here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And 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 this is where I, I think I would have my problem at. If we're stranded on an island and it's like eight of us or 10 of us and there's a fat person on the island with us, let's just, I'm not trying to be, I'm just a bigger person. I'm, I'm be safe. And there's a bigger person on the island. My decision on whether or not like that is all predicated on if there's a food source or not. I want to get them at their biggest. I don't want them to lose weight or anything like that because now I can eat for a while now. Like as the longer it goes, the more weight you lose and the more meat we losing now. You see what I'm saying? Again, just to clarify, Desert Island, we're gonna try and catch fish first. Uh, yeah, we're now we're gonna try to do our this is a last ditch effort. <laughs> yeah. That's not the yeah, first. What if, what if the big has. guy is the best fisher, though? Fisherman. He's the best fisherman. Uh, look, I'm going to be eating fine off fish. He ain't dying. <laughs> he ain't dying. <laughs> yeah, hey. He's going to have to stay fishing, though, because yeah. he's the first one on the chopping block. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> you got to so find that go, worth. <laughs> no, when you go to the store, because, like, personally, I like the leaner, like, ground beef and the leaner cuts of steak. As far as, you know, I know the, the fat is where a lot of flavor is. But I don't know. I feel like you know somebody's got big muscles. No, in you're their not. You're, no, no, no. You're not understanding. You're, you're not. Yeah, you're not <laughs> understanding. When you got to look at it like this, the deed is gonna be done. Like you're gonna commit a a crime or a murder. 
you wanted to be a murder that was like, okay, you ain't going to murder the smallest person because then you got to do it again like in a couple right. days. You want to do it to make well, it count. I'm like, off of that person, are you really getting that much good? Yeah, it's all about worth. Just, just like just yeah. like it's worth this. Th- what I'm about to experience, this emotional distraughtness that I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life. I have to live with killing this person for the rest of my life. But knowing that I ate for 14 days, it's going to keep that... It's gonna, it's gonna null that, null and void that. I'm well, gonna be cool. That's the thing is, I'd rather have the longevity versus the ta- the better tasting, yeah, more lean. I would like the longevity because again, it'd be more of us. Like that's the thing. Like if you those eight to ten people, everybody's got to survive. What if you have a friend that has like a picture of their manhood inside of a hot dog bun? So now all you can think about. <laughs> Is that hot dog bun? And you're like, wow, you know what? I bet they're going to taste really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is an uh, interesting uh, aspect you brought up. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm just uh, looking at D'Angelo's leg. So obviously he has huge quads, right? And so that's a lot of meat on those legs versus somebody that might just be fat and have fat on their legs. Would you rather have the lean? I want to last the longest. Whatever's going to last the longest. Right now, Tom. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I am not going after the most muscular one because I know he got a fight on his hand. You're dang I'm right. Gonna, <laughs> I have to wait for about five or six days for his muscles to start deteriorating. And by that time, you don't even want them. You're like, damn, you like spoiling right before my eyes. But guess who not? That big person. <laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah, this is just in case somebody life or death situation. I, I, I'll let you know right now. When in in the event in massive starvation and it's time to eat, the people with the muscles burn muscles way faster than that fat. So when you turn around and you just like, man, you was just two twenty five. You you one oh six now. He didn't lost all that muscle mass. It ain't even worth it by that time. <laughs> Like my grandmother say, you eating gristle. It'd be like Lord <laughs> of Flies over here. Do what you got. Again, I just based it off the movie Alive because they, this is a real story that really happened with the soccer team in the Andes Mountains. They had to eat each other, but they had it, they only ate people that had died, and they had to do it to survive. And that's a true. See, that's story. what I, I I don't understand that process, Gary. So th- th- this is what bothers me about this whole process. Most of those people that was probably on that trip, there's a high probability that none of them before it all had, had never, ever processed an animal. So Correct. Right. So with them not being able to process an animal, I can only imagine the type of shit that they experienced trying to survive. I've never processed an animal. <laughs> I would have. I'm just cutting off. Here you go. Cook it. See, he ain't gonna live long. That's what I'm saying. He gonna probably he gonna all animals just gonna be messed up. Human, all that blood gonna be everywhere. He just, hey, I feel you though, Gary. You just trying to live. You so do this what you gotta do to we survive. We would like to make a special uh, announcement at this point that uh, we are not cannibals. Cannibals here on Simmons Shirt no. Podcast. This is <laughs> strictly life or death scenarios. I, I'm sure everybody's following along with that. We're just <laughs> talking this out for funny, um, but. To move over to a real world issue that I wanted to right. bring up. Um, Hold on, before you do. Okay. Before you do, just for clarification, everybody listen to this freaking podcast. In a life or death situation, you're eating your pets and you're eating human if you had to to survive. You can yeah. say all you want, lie to I'm yourself. You, right you now, definitely bro. would to survive. Bro, I'm telling you right now. I man, need y'all I to email it. I don't, email I don't know if I can. I don't know if I could do that to my dog Memphis, bro. I'm telling you right now, Gary. You ain't gonna I have a choice. <laughs> Are you gonna eat those kids first? No, nah, you're not. bro. I'm gonna go eat somebody else's dog. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Gary, bring me your dog." That, that's he's... <laughs> we know your dog on the chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm about to say you're talking about the big dogs. <laughs> All right, time you got it now. I know from here on out when shit hit the fan, I'm calling. Hey, man, your dog still available. <laughs> <laughs> So bad. So bad. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're talking about Gary's children right now, we'll go ahead and transition to my question. So I'm going to have either of you guys watched the show Ted Lasso that's on Apple TV. No. no. Is it's it good? 
Oh yeah, it's actually a really good show. Uh-huh. I just started watching it uh, last week, and I, I really enjoy it. Um, so here's my question that came out of that. I'm watching an episode today, and in the show, Ted Lasso, the main character, has moved to um, London or England, whatever. He's across seas, and he's coaching a soccer team now. And so he had left his wife and son at home. Well, the reason they're at home and he moved is because I guess him and his wife were having marital issues, whatever, whatever. Anyway, spoiler alert, if you're watching the show, this is about to come. So they ended up getting divorced by the end of season one, right? So it's just, you know, her and the son back in America. And, you know, the son pops in every now and then and she'll pop up on FaceTime every now and then. Well, at the end of the most recent episode I just watched, the son is talking to him and, like, shows him this uh, Thanos gauntlet that he got as a present. And he's like, oh, where'd you get that? And he said, from my friend Derek. And he said, oh, who's that? He goes, oh, that's mommy's friend, new friend. And Ted Lasso, you could tell Ted had no idea about who this guy was. So my question is, in a situation like that where you have a your parent – with someone else at what point do you tell them about your significant other or somebody that you might be seeing that you're bringing around them um and coming into their child's life i honestly believe that it's none of the other person's business i disagree i i i 100 believe that it's none of the other person's business at all i disagree none so I'm so here, I'm going to ask you to elaborate on that in a second, D'Angelo, because I'm okay. with Gary on this. I disagree so adamantly because here's the thing: yes, who you are dating may not be my uh, response, my business. All right, that's totally fine. But if you're going to be bringing them around our child, then it becomes my business who you're dating because that's my child, and I have rights to know who you are going to be having them around. And especially if it's somebody that you're going to be dating, that's going to be um, around them more so than just your, you know, every once every couple months or something, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so to me, if you have somebody that's going to be a big part in their life, I better find that out from you. I better not find that out from our child. <laughs> what, what, Gary, you seem like you're on a similar track. What, what, what's your thoughts on it? Then we'll get to D'Angelo's. And yeah. So it is a similar, like in the aspect that, if they're going to be around the kid, I just think you need to tell me, hey, I'm, ta- I'm talking to somebody. I don't need to know their name, nothing like that. Hey, he's going to be around the kid. Okay. But if, if you tell me the name, I'm going to do a background check, make sure everything's legit with this person because they're around my kid, especially depending on the age of the kid. And it depends if it's a guy or a girl. There's a big difference that plays into all that stuff. There was my son or my daughter. I would play, it plays a big difference because there's crazy people out there that take advantage of situations. So I would want to know that situation, who's around my child or children in any case, if that was the case. Do I? Do you need to tell me before that? No. I think the only time I need to know anything is when they start being around the child, my children or my child for extended amounts of time and all the time. And they start, especially if they move in. Is that the first time I hear about it? I'm going to have an issue because that's my child as well. So go ahead, time. I mean, D. I, I got a question for y'all. Well, you both give us your response. Yeah, I'm gonna give you my. I'm, but I want to add to this though, because I I want to see where your guys hear that when I add to it before I, before I tell you why I feel the way that I feel. So, what if you're dating someone that has a kid already, and you also have a kid with them? I'm lost. What you're asking? You're dating so, somebody. So that so has a kid. so so time time is dating a chick. He has a kid by, but she also has a kid with somebody else. Okay. Okay. So now does she now both have to let like if she's not dealing yes. with both of them, she now has to both let them know when she's talking to somebody. Not talking, just hey, who's gonna be around my children? That's it. Oh, that absolutely blows my mind, Gary. That's First the only of all, thing I need to know. Let, let me let me tell you something, Gary, and you something, Tom. Regardless of whether I let you know or not, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Whether you like them or not, or you refuse refuse or whether they pass your background check or don't pass your background check it doesn't matter whether you know or not he or she is going to do whatever the hell they want to do and they're going to do it whether it bothers you or not so the fact that you know like you already know that she's going to date 
if she's 30 years old or she's 20, she, it's not going to stop with you. It's, you know that. So why does she have to tell you that she's dating somebody? I, I don't she care if she's dating. You, I just care when they're around what, the kids. What really bothers me more than anything, what really bothers me more than anything, men and women, if I have a kid with you, if I have a kid with you, this is just how I feel. If I have a kid with you and I don't marry you, I'm not with you for the rest of my life. I don't have to tell you who I'm dating. I don't have to check in with you because that's technically a check-in, Gary. No, if it's I'm not. It's you, only the children. I have to pick up the phone, Gary, and I have to call you. If me and you are not on good terms and we don't like each other, why do I have to call you and tell you that, hey, I'm talking lawyer to call me. Well, here's where I'd push back on that. You might not be married to that person, but the moment y'all had a kid together, you are connected for the rest of your life. You're not connected. You're not connected you at all. You That's are, where you're wrong at, Tom. You're so, not connected. You are and you aren't. You are. You're supposed to be, but you don't have to be. There's a difference. What? You're supposed to be to, in, in that child's life together. You can choose to walk away and have nothing to do with that child, but if, you're, if you have something to do with that child, you're going to see that significant other because you're going to be around your child. You can use Kim and Kanye right now. Kim and Kanye do not like each other, but they show up to Saints game, they sit in each other, and they coexist to watch their kids' game at soccer. But they, when they leave there, they have no, they don't talk, none of that kind of stuff. But they, they coexist for that. So they're still in each other's lives without being in each other's lives. Did you really just use them as a fucking example, I'm, Gary? I'm just saying that's what they do right now. They're still going through court right now fighting for money and all type of shit. You using them as an example. I'm just saying they're still co coexisting as parents. I respect it, Gary. But I like in, in, even I, like you can say, oh, if they don't pass if they don't pass the background check and there was something like they were a child predator, you dang right, we're going to court and she ain't gonna have custody. Or she's losing custody because of right, who she's with. Exactly. That is one thousand percent gonna happen. <laughs> Because I am not going to allow that around the child. Even if she wants it, then that's fine. You can be with that person, but you will not have that child because I will not put them in that situation. And okay. I think that's why you so, need to know. So, so, so now you're dating Gary, and she doesn't like the chick that you're with. You can not like them all you want, but you can you can do a background check. But if something negative in there, like they were they do something with negative with kids, like bad with kids, they abuse kids or anything like that. Then you have every right. But you to ain't be- gonna find that in their past, though, Gary. Oh, well, yes, you will. I will do a background check in a second, and I will find okay. out everything All about right. them. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. If it, especially if it comes to children and my kids, if I, I would do everything I can to make sure they're safe. It just, I don't even it, have kids. It it, it just blows my mind. Kids. It it blows my mind. It blows my mind, Gary, that you feel the way that you feel. You and Tom both. It blows my of, mind that you're gonna act like you would not be worried about who's deep. around your I, kids. I you you're, right you're, you're, not, you're not you're not listening to what you're not you're not listening to what I'm saying. There's a difference between being worried about who's around your kids and trying to control her in terms of but you just said that she needs to tell you who's around her. She needs to let me know that there's somebody. She doesn't have to let you know shit, Gary. She doesn't. She's not with you anymore. Those are her kids. That's what people understand. Just because we went 50-50 on these kids, okay? When they're in my care, I'm free to make those decisions for you and I. When they're in your care, you're free to make those decisions for you and I. And can't tell her how to make her decisions when she is taking care of those fucking kids, Gary. You can't. It's the same thing. You can say you can dub your double standard because if they're in my possession, yes, she has a right to know what I'm doing with the kids and make she sure she does I'm not making, have the right to know. Yes, she's they, no, they do. No, they're no, half a parent. No, no I'm yes. telling you that it goes both ways. You, when you have the kids, whatever you do with the kids is what you do with the kids. You don't have to report back to her and tell her who was around you them. You do if you're going overseas. You have to tell <sighs> let them know you're going to take them on a trip out overseas. That's through the law. You have to. If you leave the state, you have to let them know because it's the law. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about the law. We're no, talking I'm about talking how about, we. That's, feel it's from. called. It's the. It's called for for the children. For example, if if something, God forbid, something ever happened to you and Reese, I would question if you brought somebody around those kids or she brought. I would question the same thing. I would look out for both sides because I treat them. They're like my kids too. I'm going to question y'all right. guys around them because that's just what I'm going to do. I want to know because I want to make sure somebody that is not around the kids that's bad for kids because they could influence the kids in a negative way. They could treat them bad. And that's the stuff I would not want to happen. And, and all I'm saying, correct. I agree. 
Uh, all I'm saying is, is based on the way that you guys are thinking, is you need to let her or let him know that who's around said kids at all times. It, it's not at all times. Like, what if it's somebody that's like dating and they they trying to get back on the scene and they trying to figure themselves out and they trying to like you're what not if they bring them around the kids? It's, it's simple. You wouldn't. Uh, to me, if you're going to date somebody, if you're going to date around, you're not going to bring every person you date around the kids. You're only going to you because you won't trust that enough. As a parent, I would assume I don't have a kid, so I don't know, but it's how I feel like I would be. I'm not going to just bring any person around the kids unless I trust multiple. I've seen, been around multiple times because I know that's a big step to introduce you to my kids. I would not just randomly do it. But again, I believe it's the same way. If I st- if we're divorced and you have the kid and the kid comes and visits me or whatever, I'm going to let you know if I have a girl that's going to be around them because I think it's the right thing to do because I feel like you should know too. Like, hey, this person, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this person. We've been talking for a while. We're in a relationship. So when he comes and visits me, she's going to be around. And that's all he had to say. Okay, she can not like it or whatever, but at least I let you know there's going to be some other female figure in their life at that so point. So let me let you know this, Gary. One of the real reasons why, and I wasn't going to fight you bad guy versus bad guy. I was going <laughs> to fight you with other facts, but the reason why I 100% totally disagree with you on this is because you can have a deadbeat father that does nothing for their kid but based on what you're saying that he has a right to know who's around his kid even so, though he's not taking care don't you you huh? no you can't you can't well, put in a clause right. or anything like this i'm to. saying that a deadbeat dad based on your analogy mm-hmm. means he should know who's around his kid at like hey i'm talking to somebody i just wanted to let you know you ready i'm using your 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 words against you Okay. You keep picking out the exception to the rule. We're not talking about exceptions. We're talking about the real thing, not just an exception. You like picking that exception out and using that as your example. But we're you, talking about a loving relationship where they they could be cordial. Long as the, if he wants to be in the life and then he would care. If it's a deadbeat father, he doesn't care who's around his kid. There's a difference. Well, I, I'm well. There's a lot of spite out here, and oh, I agree. And there is spite, so but spite. but I like how you said in a loving yeah. relationship. In a loving relationship, they they'd be able to work it out. Yeah, if it's a deadbeat, you don't have to tell them nothing. If they have nothing to do with the kid. You have no you have no need to tell. Them. Now, if, if there's somebody, hey, it just didn't work out for y'all. Y'all been together for ten years. The kids eight, and y'all divorce. And even if it wasn't a messy divorce, it's whatever. And they still see the kid all the time. I think they have the right to know. Just like if he got custody and she sees the kid all the time, she has the right to know because. Hey, this is somebody who's around your child who's influencing your child. I feel like you should have at least some kind of acknowledgement yeah. of that. If it's a deadbeat, they're not they're not worried. This doesn't correct. Come up. They don't care. <laughs> right. Well, now not. you got different levels of deadbeats. Like deadbeats meaning like they won't give any money or anything like that, but they're in their lives though. From a standpoint of, I'll go to a game here, there. No, I'll, I think in live is they're gonna you're gonna constant schedule. You're gonna see them every. Every right. week you're gonna do okay. all that's to me. If you're gonna see them once a year, no, that doesn't work. Right. Okay. Well, that's all I had. Did y'all have anything else for today? I think no, no, that's, I think time. that's good. All right. Well, uh, just want to give one shout out to LeBron and the Lakers for going up two one. <laughs> and you're the reason why we lose we lose followers because you can't stop slobbing on LeBron. We'll be back. Next week, hopefully, uh, with you know, celebrating uh, and advance to the Western Conference Finals. And Paul, well, hold on real quick before the D, D. Yes. Memphis really did that to Dylan Brooks. They really just sent him out Look, of pasture. Man, that, that's really, the thing. We don't. We don't really know. We can talk about that next week. We don't really okay. know. We need more information. We don't know if that that came actually from the front office because they came from a, a low source media outlet. And I'm just, gonna say low source. That's that's the guy that's like the Adam Schefter of the NBA. You know, however you want to look at it. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> <telling> you, <laughs> you call that low source all you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. And Deed, I felt like you should do it this week. You know, because like, yeah! like much like the Memphis Grizzlies. You said it.
You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage.